Welcome to the Inspiration Show podcast with your host, Natalie Ledwell. If you'd like to tune into the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch all of the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv. Today on the show, Jake Ducey talks about his mission to awaken the younger generation to truly make a difference in the world. Now, he's been on an incredible world journey already, and he's only 20 years old. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell, and this is The Inspiration Show. And today, my guest is Jake Ducey. Hi, Jake. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Um, now, the reason that I have you here is because you live an amazingly inspiring life. Um, and you've had a very interesting journey um, up until this point. And I understand that you're only 20 years old at the moment. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So can you just tell people a little bit about um, your travels and your journey and, and what's happened with you? Yes. Well, I was 19 years old. I was in college. I was just playing basketball. and. I was no longer passionate about what I was doing. I was aware that there were many socio and economic problems in the world. There are a lot of imbalances. One, a child's dying every 22 seconds. I was becoming aware of this and I had no passion so I wanted to figure out a way to help and I was, I was down. I was using prescription drugs. I had even experimented with cocaine. I, I didn't have anything that I felt was going for me in my life. I was, I was researching the power that we have in order to live our dreams. And the book I was actually reading was Wayne Dyer's Manifest Your Destiny, where mm. he said that you can do anything through your own thoughts and beliefs. So I left school, and that's not my message, and I don't advocate that. And afterwards, and I look back, that I traveled around the world to find everything I was looking was inside of me. But anyways, I took all my savings and went around the world without a map to prove our thoughts and beliefs were creating our lives. And I began in Guatemala where I met a shaman and I had an intention of meeting one. I, I didn't know specifically I was going to meet this man. And within five minutes of meeting him, he told me everything about my life that I was to travel around the world and write this book to awaken my generation to change the world and to come into their power to live their dreams. Mm -hmm. And he told me I had a car accident where I flipped my car four times, 400 feet down a ravine while I was drunk a few years before and told me this. My body was shaking rapidly. I, I didn't know anything like that was possible. Mm. And he, he said, you can do anything. You literally can do anything. And especially now, especially in 2012, where there's never been such an abundance of opportunities for anyone that's seeking to serve rather than gain. Yeah. And from Guatemala, after I stayed with the shaman, I boarded a plane to Australia where I went up and down the coast looking to meet like-minded people. And time and time again, that's what happened. I met people up through their 60s and 70s down into the 25-year-old range. And 
something that stuck with me through the whole trip was something that a musician said to me. He said, find something you're good at, make your make that your obsession, make your obsession your profession, and you'll never work a day in your whole life. <laughs> and that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, so in Australia, you were, where, where were you, between Gold Coast and Byron Bay? Yeah, between Gold Coast and Byron Bay, back and forth, I hitchhiked. I was picked up by a very wealthy entrepreneur while I was hitchhiking one morning, mm -hmm. and he laid a lot of wisdom on me for his own life, and, and many, many people like that, that inspired me to continue on my journey. Wow. So, so the people that you were meeting there were all on a similar journey? They were all on a similar journey. Okay, yeah. and were they uh, all different ages? Were they kids? Were, were, were there some of, tell us some of the type of people you bumped into. <laughs> well, I bumped into a man, he was about 65, and he said, I'm a preacher at the half caring about religious dogma and full caring about, about love. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Wow. That was uh, one morning. <laughs> and I met a, a wealthy entrepreneur who is about 40, 45, who picked me up in his BMW while I was sitting on the side of the road. <laughs> I, met, I met a musician in his 40s. Most of the people that really impacted my life were about 30 and up. I went through a camper van with three Israelis that were fresh out of the army in their late 20s, early 30s, mm -hmm. who, who were also on a very similar journey as myself to find out what their passion was to pursue their dreams. Wow. So it was, a, it was a very broad range, but however, everyone was, I was 19 at the time, so I didn't actually meet anyone that was really in my age range so mm -hmm. much. Right, okay. And so, uh, so Australia, obviously, you met some amazing people. Um, where did you go from there? From Australia, I boarded a plane to Indonesia, and I actually boarded the plane. I, I decided to go to Indonesia because I had a dream that I was in Indonesia, and so I knew I was supposed to get on. I went on next day to the computer, and I bought a ticket. When I got to the airport, I realized I had lost all my bank cards, and I had about $19 after I purchased the visa. However, I knew I was supposed to be on the plane, and I was putting the law of attraction to the ultimate test. Yeah. Well, I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what ended up happening was a family took me in in the concrete tilt-ups. They bought me a phone they, to call America. They transported me. They bought me food. They got me a hotel to ultimately stay at where I wasn't going to have to pay for as one of their friends. Mm. Afterwards, once I received a wire transfer, I offered to give them money and they wouldn't take any of it. Yeah. And it was <laughs> incredible. So I traveled through remote villages where there's no outsiders. And ultimately, I, in the rain, in, in a rainforest in Lombok, I was climbing up rocks with a waterfall with some of the people I had met and I fell off the off the rocks off the cliff about 10 feet and thought I was gonna die I saw my whole life flash before my eyes and next thing I knew I hit the ground I hit the rocks and I opened my eyes after a few minutes and they were jumping off after me and I started crying and it was the most incredible thing anyone's ever done for me in my whole life so ended up being one of the inspirations to write my book into the wind and Shortly after, I realized 
there wasn't really much else I was looking for in the world. And mm. so I ended 14 days of silent meditation in Thailand. And there I saw my whole book already complete. And from that point, I flew home and wrote the book into the wind. Wow, awesome. So that's really interesting. So you wrote the book pretty quickly after that. When you were doing your meditation, do you feel like the book came from a higher source? You know, the, the idea for the book and, and how it was all laid out? Uh, it, it totally did, and I think the, the, I'm just a steward for the work. It's really, really, mm. it's, it's wrong for me to even say it's my book. It's something that came through during this time of great transformation individually and collectively on the planet. Mm -hmm. About the second day of the meditation, I had a huge download of information that came through me, and I saw my whole future, and and since that time, many things have transpired. On Friday, I was just accepted by the publishing company that I dreamed of being accepted by. And I had told my friend before I left to travel, Inner Traditions is going to take my book. And Friday, I just received the email that they did. Things like that, I saw things like that in, in the meditation in Thailand. Right. So it was totally, it was totally something that, that came through me. Awesome. Yeah, wonderful. I know. I, I say the same thing. All the work that we do with my movies and, and the show and all of this kind of thing, it's it's not like I feel like I'm some superior guru <laughs> spewing all this information. It's like, no, no, I'm just a conduit for the message. And I always make sure that I take time and, and meditate and, and have quiet time during the day so that I can actually make that connection, you know, so that I can be inspired yeah. on what needs to happen next. So tell me about the book. Is the book specifically for children or it can be for anybody? It's for anybody. I've found a lot of success has actually happened in the 30, 40, 50 year old range. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a book for anyone, however publishers the way they work is, well what's your target audience? Yeah. <laughs> and originally I felt that was very limiting to say that. Well it's for this age range, but I'm a human being so it's really for everyone. <laughs> and so ultimately, it's for, it's for everyone, and, and my, my dream is for everyone to be able to find inspiration from it to pursue their own dreams. Yep. However, being the age that I am, it's something that I know a young person can especially gravitate yep. to. It's, it's also something that an older person can, can really be inspired from, because if at 20, year old, at 20 years old, I've been able to do what has come through then that means you yeah. can do it <laughs> but but, um, but you have a lot of concepts and your story in there so maybe younger people can relate to that because you know my challenge is you know i think i mentioned to you before how a lot of my movies community are older because i'm older and i think that's because you know because we i can we can relate to each other um but having younger people find this message and realize that they can achieve anything that they want in life if they put their mind to it um, I think that you, you're a great example of that. And I think the children will warm to that, which is great. So, so tell us more about uh, some of the other work that you're doing other than the books. <laughs> well, other than I'm co-authoring a book with Greg Reed from the Napoleon Hill Foundation, I started my third book. It's called Inspire, Expire. My, my huge passion ultimately is working with all beings, but especially today's youth and tomorrow's leaders. And I'm working with a company called Timeless Solutions, which is creating self-sustaining communities that will be platforms for 
new curriculum education, for, an, for a new style of education and creating models where they'll also be examples for the most innovative solutions for renewable energy as well. Mm -hmm. And I also, what I do is host workshops and originally the target was 15 to 25 year old was the first the first flyer <laughs> I ever did was 15 25 year olds yep. and 60 year olds were coming without kids so <laughs> that was interesting and I, I especially desire to work with people one-on-one -on -one, whether they're older or they're or they're younger to help remove any negative thoughts and beliefs about what they're capable of or whatever it may be mm. anything that's come through my own life that i can share back to inspire somebody else's my work <laughs> yeah awesome so um i mean for you to live such an inspiring life it, it's so early in life it makes me wonder about what your childhood was like you know did you have like a regular childhood or you know describe what that was like for you well i <laughs> in in North County San Diego terms I had a normal childhood in the sense that I always had food on my table I always had a home and I always had the basic essentials provided for me that being so I always knew there was something more mm -hmm. however I didn't know what that was so I often reached for the instant gratification <laughs> and that came in the terms the first time I drank alcohol was eighth grade I I used substances to find that high and I, I knew at an early age there was a, a higher level we could reach because I used to do a lot of a lot of fundraising for Africa and and aspects other areas of impoverished people like that and I would be on this huge high and everything would be going really great and then it would wear off and I would be back so then I would reach for something yeah and so I think that in the area that I grew up it was kind of it was kind of the norm this is what you do you go out and you drink for me it was two three four nights a week you know but on the outside everything was great I had good grades and I was a quote-unquote star athlete I I had college scholarships so it was it was a wall that I kept repeatedly hitting and ultimately I hit it the last time and it was too far yeah right. <laughs> and I had been instilled my whole life with the belief that I really could do anything I had parents that were very supportive and mm -hmm. very open to you you can figure your life out on your own I'm not going to tell you what you should and shouldn't do but you are capable of anything so That's that awesome. was a that yeah. was a belief that I had that I could take with me everywhere I went so that was I, I really am thankful that I had the parents that I had that didn't whether I was struggling or everything was going really great they said you're here to learn on your own. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. And what, but do you have brothers and sisters? Any siblings? Yeah, I have a brother who's 23, and he is actually going to leave to travel in two weeks. He saw the benefit that I received, and it's not so much traveling. You have to go around the world to find what it is. However, he is looking for a time where he can remove any of the beliefs that he has of himself that no longer serve him. So, you know, and it's interesting, once you travel and you live in different, um, in different cultures, you know, it's amazing that, you know, in Australia, it's quite normal for us to, you know, we, a lot of us don't go to college or university. We actually, we leave school, we get a trade, we get a job so we can earn money so that we can travel. 
because we're so far away from everything down there. So we want to get out there and travel. Um, and of course, Indonesia is a big popular spot for Australians. Um, but, you know, we travel the world so that we can learn more about the world and everything. And it's amazing. You, you do the, tra the first travel, you come back, you're a different person. It's like you come back and nothing is the same because you've actually grown as a person and know more about yourself because you can now um, compare. You know, you get to see what other cultures are like. It's very eye-opening. Yeah, it yeah. totally is. <laughs> um, so, Jake, thank you so much for coming in and joining me today. You've, you are such an inspiration. Now, if people want to find out more about you or the book or the projects that you're working on, where can we send them? Thank you, Natalie, <laughs> and it was awesome to be here. <laughs> If, if you would like to further contact me or research any of the projects that I'm working with, my website is Jake, J-K-E, Ducey, D as in David, U-C-E-Y, jakeducey.com. And there's my email on the site. I will answer any email if, if you would like to work individually or workshops or you want to hear more about the book. There's videos and and you can also learn more about the companies that I'm working with on my site and through email as well. Yeah. You know, uh, on the Inspiration Show, we categorize, you know, the, the different shows. And it's like this kind of falls into a few different categories. We're talking about 2012, you're sort of like an inspirational kid. Um, but you're also one of these inspirational stories that just proves that when you apply the apply law of attraction or when you really trust in the fact that the law of attraction does exist and it does work in your life, that um, amazing things can happen. Yeah. So no more doubting people. It actually does work. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again, Jake, for coming in. Um, guys, please, I encourage you to share this video and the information in it by clicking the Facebook and Twitter share buttons above. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there because we'll send you six pre-made My Movies and we'll keep you up to date with all of the upcoming shows. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Inspiration Show podcast with Natalie Ledwell. Remember, if you'd like to check out the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch videos of all the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv.